I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to do a quick news update on a couple of stories that have been around the last few days. Some of these are from Clarkie's Rugby League column. So make sure you go and check him out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, every form of social media, putting out the news every single day. We've got three, four stories, sorry, that we're going to touch on. We're going to talk about Anthony Milford officially signing for the Dolphins, one of the worst kept secrets in Rugby League. Cam Serraldo, it looks like his future has been decided. It's not official yet though. David Mead's retirement and Lockie Lamb has made a move, which is an interesting one. Let's kick off with Anthony Milford. It's been announced today that he will join the Dolphins. I know the Newcastle Knights were hopeful that they'd be able to hold on to him. I think he's played some pretty good footy this year. Milf, uh, obviously Wayne Bennett, I think that's been the big factor in luring him back up there. We know that Anthony Milford He's played his absolute best footy under Wayne Bennett, obviously, before he was at the Broncos. He was at the Raiders. He was playing in the 14 jersey and a bit of fullback, and he was carving it. But I think his most complete football and his best football was played up at the Brisbane Broncos when Wayne Bennett was there. Once Wayne left, it all sort of derailed a little bit for the MILF, and it's taken him five or six years to find his way back under uh, the coaching of Wayne Bennett. So I think for the Dolphins, this is a good get. Is he a marquee signing? In my opinion, no, he's not. I still think that they need to find a big fish out there somewhere. Uh, But I think that with their forward pack that they've put together, which I like, I know it's aging, I get that, but I like the forward pack they've put together. It, It won't fold. It'll hang in games. And then I think if you can add in an Anthony Milford, and I mean, if you start a round one with a Milford and a Sullivan halves pairing, would it be ideal? No, I don't think it would be. I think you would want to find another halfback somewhere. Uh, but if you had to start with that half pairing, I think it would be okay. And I think Milford, at least he has got star quality. And this is where I think people are undervaluing a little bit the impact that Wayne Bennett can have, the impact that Wayne Bennett can have on players where he just takes them, just gets them 10% better. We've seen it in the past with Mark Nichols. I remember watching that Rabbitohs forward pack at the start of the 2020 season, 2021, sorry, and just going, this team can't compete 
with the top four sides. And the vast majority of people agreed with me. And all of a sudden, this forward pack just went to a new level. Wayne has an ability to do this sort of stuff. Everyone bags the time that he spent at Newcastle. I mean, getting that team in 2013 to a prelim final that night's team compared to all the other teams in the comp that year. Wayne has a tendency to get the very best out of guys. Let's look at the Origin 2020 series. And he obviously, he's paired a lot of those guys back into this team. Branko Lee, Edric Lee, these sort of guys. you got a Tom Gilbert, who they signed a while ago, who everyone sort of went, Ah, all of a sudden, Tom Gilman's playing 80 minutes of origin and holding his own and doing very well. Jeremy Marshall King is on the improve as well. I think he's had his best season so far this year. We know that Wayne's obviously got a relationship with the Marshalls in the past. So I, I don't think the Dolphins are where I thought they would be. I thought they'd be in a better spot, but I don't think it's quite as bad as what people are telling me. And I think Milford, if they weren't able to get anyone else, I think Milford's a good little get, and I'm going to back Wayne in to get some decent footy out of Milford. And I think his footy over the last few weeks has been pretty good. You got to remember that, like he didn't really have a proper preseason. Uh, didn't get to play trials. He doesn't have the match fitness of the other guys he's going up against. So I think it's a good get by the Dolphins. Give him a whole preseason up there under Wayne. Let Wayne do his stuff. I think Milford will be a good signing. Uh, a disappointing one for Newcastle, though. They would have been hoping to keep him. They've obviously got Clune and Milford in the halves at the moment. Jake Clifford, he's in reserve grade as it stands right now. I'm hearing that Jake Clifford, it might be a bit of homesickness or whatever. That's just rumours. I've got no confirmation of that at all. Uh, but I don't think all is 100% with Jake Clifford. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Newcastle Knights navigate this one. A lot of people calling for them to go and sign Jackson Hastings. I think that'll be an unreal get if they're able to. They've got Adam Elliott walking in there next year who will play in the 13 jersey, or I assume he will play in the 13 jersey. So... Uh, a, a tough one for Newcastle to lose, considering they were the team that gave Milford a chance. Uh, but I think there are other pieces in Newcastle that they can build around. But congratulations to Milford. Gets to return to Queensland and gets to play under Wayne Bennett. He'll be very happy with that. And hopefully we can see him return to his best. Now, Cam Seraldo, he's been the talk of the town in the last few years. Well, uh, he was, he's been the talk of the town since Trent Barrett uh, wasn't the assistant coach at Penrith, and we all know how that sort of played out. Serrato, though, he is very highly regarded. People high him in, hold him in the greatest respect, as they did with Trent Barrett. That's the only thing that I worry about a little bit. Obviously, going to Canterbury as well, that Phil Gould, he brought Trent Barrett over, went to complete shit. Um, if he brings Cam Serrato over, another one from the Penrith Panthers, uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I hope that Serrato will go well. I mean, there's no indication that he won't do well as it stands right now, at least Trent Barry could say, hey, he had the days at Manly. He showed you the sort of coach he was before he got to Canterbury. I sort of brought into the Trent Barrett um, argument that he would do well. I definitely brought into it. I thought that off the back of his experiences at Penrith, he would improve. Seemingly hasn't. Canterbury with Mick Potter have been going very well. It looks like Cam Serraldo will be there next year. That's the word getting around. Um, there's been a couple of Penrith riders as well that have uh, said this. So it hasn't been announced. Nothing is official. But if the Canterbury Every Bulldogs have managed to land Cam Serraldo. It's going to be interesting. He's probably the best young coach in rugby league. They could have gone down the avenue of a Shane Flanagan. They have got Kyle Flanagan playing halfback, though. I've always said that I don't think Canterbury are keen to hand the keys to family Flanagan. Uh, so Cam Serrato, I think it would make sense. I think it would be a good get, and hopefully Phil Gould's able to mould him and support him properly to turn him into the coach that uh, Phil Gould believes that he can be. So if it is true, congratulations to Cam Serrato. Well done to Canterbury. Will be interesting, though. We saw that when Trent Barrett went to the Canterbury Bulldogs, picked up a couple of Panthers, didn't they? Like a Matty Burton came there. Uh, we had Billy Army Kickow, who's signed there. We had 
Brett Naden who went there. So it'll be interesting to see how many of the Penrith Panthers boys will follow Cam Serraldo. And I don't really hold that against Serraldo. The reality is the more successful the Penrith Panthers get, the more money that all of those players are worth. Your salary cap doesn't go up. So something's got to give somewhere. So there could be an opportunity for Cam Serraldo to bring a couple of talented Penrith Panthers to Canterbury like they have done in the past. It'll be interesting to watch how this one plays out between the two clubs. We heard the news a couple of weeks ago that David Mead had told his teammates that he would be retiring. Uh, yesterday it came out that he would be retiring effective immediately. So congratulations to David Mead, an unreal career, pretty underrated player his entire career in my opinion. Uh, played 171 first grade games in the NRL, scoring 75 tries. Pretty damn good click there, just quietly. His best season, 2011, with the Gold Coast Titans, scoring 16 tries in 24 games. A cracking uh, achievement there when you consider they only won 25% of those games and he scored 16 tries from 24. Uh, pretty impressive. Had a stint over in the English Super League, uh, 2018 to 2020, 58 games over there. So close to 60 and scored 29 tries. So he's scoring a try uh, every second game. So, once again, pretty impressive click there. Uh, played for the Catalans over there, sort of enjoyed himself. Has returned to the Brisbane Broncos over the last 18 months or so uh, in a you know a Brisbane side that hasn't been going too crush, crush hot, especially last year. Um, 12 games, 5 tries. So, I mean, when you look over the entirety of his career between the NRL and the Super League, uh, almost 250 first-grade games and over 100 tries across the Super League and the NRL, a cracking achievement. I think it's probably what he's done for PNG, though, that's been unreal. He's played 15 games for Papua New Guinea from 2008 to 2022, so a long, long time span there. Scoring 10 tries in those 15 games uh, with a win rate of 53%. So a pretty damn good knock there for David Meter. We congratulate him on everything he has achieved and just generally how he's always been a good bloke in rugby league. I've never heard anyone say a single negative about David Mead. Uh, every time I see him on social media with fans, anything, it is always a positive interaction. So congratulations to David Mead on a brilliant career. Um, might not be an absolute superstar of our game, but... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As I always say, to play one first grade game is fucking impressive. To play 171 and to score 75 tries in that stint, uh, an incredible effort. So congratulations to David Mead and all that he has done. I think the crowning moment will probably be that try that he scored. Uh, was it against the Sharks at Shark Park where Scotty Prince kicked it over and he reeled it in? Unbelievable stuff. A cracking try from David Mead. Uh, something that we really haven't seen since. And I don't know if we'll see better either, to be honest with you. But it does open the door. Why he was going to retire at the end of the season, all of a sudden he retires effective immediately just a week or so after Reese Walsh. Obviously signs with the Brisbane Broncos for next season. Is there an opportunity for Reese Walsh to come over here early? Now we know that he wants to be up there in Queensland with his uh, daughter up there. Is there potential that we could see Reese Walsh leave the New Zealand Warriors this year? He has been moved into the 14 role as well. Um, you know, there's a bit of smoke here. We don't know if there's fire, but it could be something that could line up. We obviously saw Tavita Pangai Jr. 
He spent some time at the Penrith Panthers last year uh, before moving on to Canterbury for the final series. So I wouldn't rule it out. There are whispers around that the Melbourne Storm could potentially uh, have a crack at Reese Walsh for the back end of the season, which would be exactly the same as the Tevita Pangai Jr. situation. But uh, all unconfirmed, just interesting to talk about. I do find it interesting that David Mead was retiring at the end of the season, then all of a sudden, bang, effective immediately. I'm done freeing up a roster spot. So just keep an eye on this Reese Walsh situation and see if anything does unfold out of it. Now, Lockie Lamb, we saw him play for PNG. We just mentioned PNG a bit, talking about David Mead. We saw him play for PNG a couple of weeks ago. Lockie Lamb, obviously playing reserve grade at the Chooks, occasionally coming into first grade, but not really been able to crack a spot in the halves, not been able to turn himself into a hooker there. Sort of become a bit of a 14, but with Connor Watson, probably the best 14 or one of the best 14s in rugby league. Lockie Lamb, sort of, the music has stopped at the Roosters and he doesn't really have a seat, but there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever that Lockie Lamb is an incredibly talented halfback, and I really do think there's a lot of NRL clubs that could do with him, but he has signed uh, to go to England to join his father, the great Adrian Lamb. I believe they're at Hull at the moment, um, so he's gone over there. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out for him. I hope we do see Lockie Lamb return eventually, because I do feel like he's simply too good to, to not be in the NRL. I really do think there's a lot of clubs that could have done with having him in their system, develop him a little bit, have him as a backup, bring him in, I mean... If you've got an injury crisis and you've got to turn to Lockie Lamb, you're doing pretty damn well for yourself. He can handle himself. He showed what he can do in the PNG game the other day, and he's shown a number of times in the NRL that he can handle himself. So personally and selfishly, I'm a little bit disappointed to see him leave, but I'm sure it will be a good opportunity for him. And hopefully, like Jackson Hastings, he can go over there, really develop his game, master his craft, and then come back to the NRL as a really experienced seven. But it does just worry me when you see guys this young go over there. Sometimes they don't return. Like a Jacob Miller, who we saw go over there so young, never came back. You had Matty Parcell, who went over there, never came back. I just hope that we do eventually see... Uh, Lockie Lamb return is obviously going to be pretty comfortable over there with his old man as the head coach. I think they've got a pretty good side as well. Uh, so we do wish Lockie Lamb all the very best, but selfishly, I am disappointed that he's left the NRL. I would have liked to have seen him stay, and I would have liked to have seen one of numerous, many clubs uh, give him a chance, develop him, and then maybe maybe mould him into a starting seven over the next few seasons. But I'm sure it is a pretty good deal as well. So congratulations to Lockie Lamb on getting that bag. He deserves it. He spent a lot of time waiting patiently at the Roosters. Opportunity hasn't come. Sometimes you've got to strike while... Whilst the kettle is hot, uh, whilst the iron is hot, sorry. Uh, so congratulations to Lockie Lamb. I hope that we do see him back over the next few years because I really do rate him as a ball player. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.